Acres of UK farmland have been flooded, putting pressure on farms and businesses in the affected areas. I'm Nicholas Robinson for Food Manufacture, and I'm joined by Robert Newbury, NFU Chief Dairy Advisor at the Agriculture Horticulture Development Board's annual Outlook Conference at 1 Great George Street, London. Robert, what impact has the dreadful weather had on UK dairy production so far? Well, certainly for farmers affected, where their businesses are flooded, land is flooded, and even worse, where buildings and cattle housing is flooded, the impact is acute, it's very severe. And then for farmers in the surrounding area, this is setting back the time at which cows will be going out. So irrespective of whether you're flooded, the waterlogged soils will be pushing back the, the turnout date for herds. Whenever that turnout date was going to be, this is pushing it back. So depending on how close you are to the floods, where you are in the southwest, it's having an effect. And for some, that effect is very severe and very acute. So that in turn is going to damage the amount of production, isn't it? Is the NFU predicting anything in, in that sense? It's too early to start predicting um, effects on impacts on production. At this time of year, we wouldn't expect many dairy farmers to be relying on naturally flooding land for grazing. So if you have, for instance, th those guys would have those cows housed as long as the housing is not flooding. The impact will depend on where the farm is, but we're not, we're not making predictions of reduced production at this stage. But do you think we will see something further down the line, perhaps increasing the prices for dairy products or cost of production? We see the value of milk in the marketplace increasing because of scarcity of production and increasing competition for supply with some of the large milk buyers trying to grow their milk pools. I don't see an immediate effect of the flooding and the rain on production and market prices at, at this stage. Only two years ago when we saw the very difficult and late spring, the weather caught up later on in the summer, the actual impact on output wasn't as great as some people thought. The seasons have a way of making up for themselves, but that said, the businesses affected, it's a very severe and a very acute problem. Are you giving any advice to the first of all the producers and the industry in general to, to support one another? It's not so much advice at the moment, it's more facilitating farmers helping other farmers. Farmers who've got spare fodder, our office in the southwest is helping put them in touch with farmers who need fodder, putting them in touch with hauliers who can help move that feed around. Longer term it's going to be about getting the message across to government about the impact of these floods on pasture land and other crop land, to what type of crops may have been permanently damaged or killed by the floods, what support will be required from government in response to that. It's about getting the message out there to the key stakeholders about what the impact is and in the short term facilitating communication between people who can help farmers and farmers who need help. Is the government doing enough to help farmers at the moment do you feel? It's too early to say at this stage because government's still working on its response to the floods and, and already there's been a fund announced, George Eustace mentioned it just now, for farmers immediately affected they'd probably say definitely there's not enough happening immediately and certainly looking back at the policies around river management and drainage you know, there's been a, a lack of activity for a number of years. We've been making this case about improving drainage and improving rivers and we'll continue to make that case. In terms of the response to the floods, you know, the policy response or the financial response, yeah, government's still working on that and we'll be keen to ensure that farmers affected get all the help that's possibly available. And beyond the floods, what's going on in the industry? We're working with the industry on a growth strategy at the moment, leading the way strategy for growth. That's what I'll be talking about this afternoon. It's essentially looking at the opportunities that exist in the marketplace for growth. We know markets for dairy products globally are growing at something like 2.3% every year. That's a whole New Zealand dairy industry required every year in addition to meet growing demand in developing countries with growing middle class and population growth. And we want the British dairy industry to be part of the response to that growth. We want to see our British dairy farmers growing their businesses and processors getting products onto those markets or displacing imports. So that's kind of the focus of the NFU at the moment is this coordinated response to these growth opportunities. We'd encourage anyone with an interest 
interest in that growth agenda to get involved, um, get in contact with the NFU or Dairy UK or Dairy Co. We, between us, have been writing this growth strategy. Thank you very much, Robert. I'm Nicholas Robinson for Food Manufacture, and I was with Robert Newbury, Chief Dairy Advisor for the NFU.